Hello and welcome again to another episode for Microsoft 365 Voice. My name is Mike Manarani. And I'm Antonio Mayo. And today we're talking to you about the new roles in Microsoft 365 that have been introduced lately by the product group. Um, so, a lot of roles Antonio have been added lately. Uh, some of them are very useful, some of them have more access than, uh, than the rest or have more privileges. Um, anything that you like about that, anything that comes in mind that uh, we've been waiting for for so long and you're happy that you have it right now? Yeah, very much so. So at Microsoft Ignite, there was a lot of noise made about a new administrative role called Global Reader. Global Reader was essentially like the global admin role, but you only had read access. You couldn't change anything. And that was actually super useful for a lot of reasons. But beyond that, they've introduced another 44 admin roles as well. So, sorry, they haven't introduced 44 admin roles, but there are now 45 admin roles. So, Global Reader plus another 44. So, we have a lot of admin roles to choose from now, um, which is awesome. It gives us a lot of new capabilities we didn't have before. So, as it says, it's the reader only, right? So, it applies to everything in Office 365 or Microsoft 365 services and platforms, but the, the user can only read the information they cannot take any action. That's right. That's what it's supposed to do. Um, and what I would say in testing it, um, it applies to most settings in Microsoft 365. There are a few of the policy configurations in the Security Compliance Center that it does not let you see. So for example, you know, Global Reader is promoted as giving you global admin access, but only read access to those settings. If, however, you go to the Microsoft uh, Compliance Center or the Security Compliance Center, I'll give you an example. The DLP policies don't show up for that role, and I've seen that in practice. So I think there are still a few policy right. settings that don't show up for the global reader. But the idea, as I understand it, is it's supposed to give you read-only access to everything. Correct. Yeah, because if I can't really see what the DLP policy is all about, it's uh, it's pointless from a security and compliance perspective. That's right. And where I think that role comes in really useful is for uh, people that do security audits like myself, where often to get access to settings um, in the admin center or the security compliance center, we're trying to audit and test those. Right. We either have to ask our customers to give us global admin access or give us multiple different roles of access. Or what's more commonly that happens is I have to sit beside the global admin and have them walk through it and take screenshots throughout. So exactly. this allows auditors to have more direct access to those settings without letting them change anything. Very true. What I like the most also is the message center reader. Oh Back yeah. Days, it was you have to be a global admin to go and check all the, the message center on every Monday or if you've missed a week that you're gonna have to go back. As a global admin, you have so many things to do. If you are in a big organization yeah. and you, um, uh, you don't have the time to go read the message center. Sometimes, even if you get an email about it, you might skip it. You really don't have access or you don't have the time to, to, to analyze and check what's going on. And you might miss an update that's coming up for the actual organization that you did not pay attention to. So that's you right. can pay an actual uh, user to go and have a read-only access to the message center. It could be the help desk, for example. It could be a very um, a junior IT person can uh, go and um, see what's going on and report on all those messages that we can we get every every Monday morning. That that is a very good uh, role as well added to the uh, to the platform. 
Absolutely. We used to jump through some hoops in order to get message center reports out. Like, you know, you can get um, weekly emails with message center notifications. Those sometimes didn't contain everything you wanted. Um, we would sometimes create work, you know, workflows through Flow or Power Automate that would take those mails and forward them to other people or use the message center API to get the latest entries, format yeah. them yourself in a mail and then send those out. Uh, yeah. But now you're right. You can just give like a small team of people message center reader access and they can just go see those messages, which is great. Exactly. Um, there's a number of others here too that are super useful. So in the past, like one of our most common audit findings when we're doing a security audit is that organizations have too many global admins. That's correct. Right. The recommendation by both Microsoft and us and a number of others is you should have a minimum of two and at most four. Right. I've seen some organizations that are really large that have 20,000, 25,000 plus users have five. And that's fine if you've got, you know, a good reason for having five and you may. Um, but usually you want to stick within that range, two to five at most. I've seen organizations have 20, have 15, have 11. Um, and one of the most common reasons for it was there are certain settings that only the global admin role has access to, Correct. but that someone in a company specifically manages, right? Um, you know, a common uh, setting for that was things like configuring an external identity provider, right. um, configuring conditional access, these types of things. And now you've got specific roles for those and a number of other features. Yeah, definitely. We have a conditional access admin that basically know. all the admin directory and conditional access settings. Yeah. Um, we have also a help desk admin that will right. allow us to actually reset passwords yep. and non-admins only. Yep. Uh, can manage the actual monitors, the service health. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So it does a little bit of 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 some management of the users. That's we right. Have a global global admin access. So definitely that is a that is a plus. Exactly. Um, the conditional access one. There hasn't been much talk about that one, but that's a really important one because when you're configuring conditional access rules. You can easily misconfigure a rule and then prevent everybody from logging in. Exactly. Right? Having a person that is an expert in that and he's responsible exactly. just for that is really important. So that's a great one. I really like that yeah. one. Even um, the billing admin. Billing admin is, 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 is a really cool one. Billing admin. Basically, yeah. all it does, it manages the subscriptions and the purchases on all the billings for, for the Office or the M365 uh, platform. So you that's don't right. have a global admin access because guess what? If you're giving someone who, who takes care of the payments, giving yep. that person global admin, that is a big risk. Absolutely. Give finance, build an admin access, all, all they can do is go in and check in all these subscriptions and the purchases and everything else. That's right. We, we've had the billing admin one for a while and I've seen some organizations use it effectively and others not so much. So that is a good one to highlight for sure. Um, to come back to the message center one, We've got the message center reader rules you mentioned. There's also the message center privacy reader message, right. which not only gets access to the message center, but also to um, data privacy messages that are added to the message center. So kind of another class of messages there that right. might be a little bit more sensitive related to data privacy. So that's a good one. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. And as, as we move on into Microsoft uh, Search as well, there are new roles from a, from a search perspective. It's called a search admin and a search editor as well. That yeah. again, you don't have to have a global admin access to be able to actually manage the search 
So you can be an administrator of search or you can be an editor of search where you can create and delete content for Microsoft Search and uh, create some bookmarks, create some locations. Um, and you don't have to uh, um, you don't have to give that, that access to everyone else. That's right. That's right. That's that's a really good one. Um, the other really cool thing that was introduced, but we didn't hear much talk about is there's a new roles pane or a new roles um, uh, page in the Office 365 Admin Center where that's you can actually see yeah. all of these roles. Exactly. Yep. And, um, one really cool thing is if you click on those roles, you can actually see how many um, admins have that role. And you can actually see who are the assigned admins on those roles and what their permissions are. That is exactly it. Yeah. One, one of our common recommendations in doing security audits is to for organizations do a better job of managing users that have admin roles. And by doing that, to do a regular review. So to do a privileged access review, say every six months, every year, on some sort of regular cadence um, right. that's planned. And typically that involves checking how many administrators do we have in each role? And who are those administrators? Should they still have those roles? Because what you find is in large organizations, someone will change roles and they'll still have all the admin access that they used to have. So when we do security audits, we will look for this. We will run PowerShell scripts that output lists of all of the users that are in the different admin roles. Um, however, this new roles page um, allows you to really easily see that. You just have to quickly kind of click down the list and in each page see who's assigned and do a review of that. Um, yeah, you can even yeah. do things like compare roles. Um, exactly. You can see who are assigned and so on. Yeah, and you can, uh, it reminds me of a SharePoint list because you can add and remove some columns. Now the number of columns is limited today. Like you can have, you can have a favorite one or you can have a category, but uh, eventually they might add, they might be adding a lot more columns so you can filter on them and pick and choose what columns you want to see. That's right, that's right. Um, one thing I have seen here is a privileged role admin. Yes. Um, do you know much about that? Um, so this role manages um, role assignment. So let me just read the, the description here. So as it's described in the message center, sorry, in the roles page is manages role assignments and manages all access controls featured of privilege identity management. So PIM. Uh, privilege identity management, we refer to it as PIM. It is a fantastic advanced security feature. So it allows you to do things like um, have just-in-time admin access. So, for example, we often hear Microsoft say that in their data centers, people don't have standing administrative access, right? They have to request access. They have to describe what they want to do. They have to get approval. They get assigned admin access for a period of time, and then that um, access expires after, I think it's four hours in the Microsoft data centers. Well, privileged identity, privileged identity management allows you to do very similar things with your tenant. So have no administrators that have standing global admin access and have to request that access for a particular purpose. It goes right. through an approval workflow. Once it's approved, you get assigned and it automatically expires. What this role is, so this is the privileged role admin, this is the person that actually manages those roles within PIM. Okay. So they have additional access to configure PIM 
in order to have certain roles that can be requested when you want to have that admin access. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so you can designate a particular person that does that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and just a note to add to that, PIM is only available with the Microsoft 365 E5 license, um, the EMS E5 license, and I believe the advanced security SKU that's also available that's kind of somewhere between um, EMS C3 and EMS C5. It has kind of a collection of advanced security features. So it is a feature that requires a higher level license. You don't just get it with an E3, unfortunately. So only M365 E5 license, or does it come with the uh, regular Office 365 E5? Um, that's a good question. I don't know if it comes. I don't think it comes with the regular Office 365 E5. Right. Okay. I don't think so, but I think that's something to double check. Okay. Yeah. What else have we got here? Report uh, read is useful to be able to read reporting data through the exactly. report. So what what I like about uh, the the new the, the added roles in in M three sixty five is the reader roles because mm -hmm. before we've had some of like like mentioned initially that we've had some of the roles before uh, that had some specific access or admin access to different platforms in Office 365, yeah. uh, but we never had that reader role. And the addition of all those reader roles is very, very crucial and important because it will allow different people with have less experience or should be less privileged to be able to identify a few things to report on. Exactly. We've always talked about um, using a least privileged model when rolling out SharePoint Farms. Exactly. This allows you to do very similar things in Office 365 where you have administrators that only have the level access they need to fulfill their role. Exactly. Um, now, to add a little bit to what you said, if you went into the Security Compliance Center and you went to its permissions console, there yeah. you could actually configure new roles and you could add and remove permissions to those. And many of the new roles that have shown up here are simply collections of those permissions in the Security Compliance Center. That's so they kind of pre-configured a bunch of those and then made them available here in the Office 365 Admin Center. Yeah, because not many people knew that they can go to the Security Compliance Center and yeah. configure roles there. They were right. kind of hidden there. If yeah. you've never touched the Security Compliance, you really did not know that they existed. Exactly. Yeah. And that's one of them is the security leader, basically. It has a read-only access to security features, signing reports, and audit logs. Again, it's a read-only role. That's right. That's exactly where it came from. Excellent. Um, and we've had also was existed from a team's perspective, that is the different roles in teams that existed for a while that yep. we can touch the uh, highlight on a, a little bit, like the teams admin that you have full access to everything in teams. Yep. You have the teams communication admin that basically takes care of the telephone numbers or anything related to the voice related and meeting policies and the call aspects of a team. Uh, we have also the team's communication en support engineer as well that does the troubleshooting of the communication issues. And we have the uh, team's communication support specialist. Uh, also, all of them is not read only, but uh, the last one it also troubleshoots the communication issues for a specific user. Yeah. Uh, so they have some privilege, some access to the Teams admin interface, 
but again, it's great that we can separate that from a team's perspective, so not one person can have full access to everything. Yeah, exactly. Those have always been helpful since teams rolled out. Um, one of my favorites that's in there is the guest inviter. So this is a role that can simply manage guests in Azure B2B. So they can actually log in and issue guest invitations through Azure B2B to external guests. So for example, if you've ever right. set up a SharePoint site for external sharing, but right. you've, made it, you've configured it so that um, only people, only guests that already exist in your Active Directory can be shared with, right. this role can go in and add those guests. Correct. Which is okay. fabulous. So you can have just a, one person that's responsible for, for that or a small group of people so you can control your external sharing a little bit more. That is that is very, very cool because, yes, before it was anybody can do that. Um, you can dedicate a person for, for the guest inviter. That's right. And they don't have to be a global admin or they don't have to be a, yeah, or, or an Azure AD administrator, for example. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So yes, it's a lot of uh, a lot of rules have been added lately. We like we said it's up to forty five right now. That's right. And, and access that from the admin center um, left hand side pane, and there is a roles uh, item there that you click on it. It takes you to the roles page. Yeah. Um, anything else we'd like to share with, with uh, the or? other place where you can access those roles? If you go to users, um, right. active users select a user, and then on the pane that comes up on the right side, there's a manage roles link. And from there, you can either make them a regular user or an admin user. And then under admin, you can choose all of these different roles that you want to assign to the person. Correct. No. Correct. Uh, what I would like to see in the future, maybe we can log that in, is when you go when you go into the roles page and you can see the description, the category, it would be nice to have a different column that shows you who has access to what. Also, it might be a very lot, a lot of, a lot of names in there. It would be probably the actual area a little bit clunky, yep. but it at least will give me a good overview of a, of a, like a report who has access to what from one year. Absolutely, that's a great idea. Um, the other thing I'd like to see them add here is an export to Excel button. Yes. Where from the roles page, I can just yep. add, output all of the roles and everyone that's assigned to each role to an Excel sheet. And then um, customers can audit themselves on a regular basis and make sure that only the right people have access to admin roles, which are highly privileged, of course. Correct. So thanks everyone again for being with us again for another episode of M365 Voice. Uh, join us again soon for another episode. Thanks again. Talk to Thank you soon. You.